2: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch the way through Sex and the City for the first time ever. Mostly, I'm Corey Cavan.
0: I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber, and that's it. We've watched Sex and the City. We've watched We've consumed all of it. everything, everything that they have to offer. Currently, we are currently up to date with Sex and the City.
1: That's I it. I have, have watched. <laughs> all the whole series we'll get we that. are the bradshaw boys
2: hey That's by right. the way if you've been listening to this podcast for the whole series like the experiment is over now it's not the podcast isn't over but we've gotten that but we've got a lot we you can listen to this podcast we want you to subscribe send us reviews we'll read your reviews on the air because we're going to do more episodes and uh we also have a Patreon that you can listen to that are yeah. gonna do even more episodes on. We always well, say this, just, but we don't no, say l- it till the end of the episode. So we're gonna tell you now that we have a Patreon, and some of you might already be part of it, but they it's really super fun. Let's really let's fun. let's tell them this. We've watched it first time ever
1: mostly. This is it. We've watched Sex in the City for the first time ever, fully through now.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and, the last time I'll say for the first time ever mostly. Oh, I'm gonna miss I, it. Well, once we get to the new series, we'll, we'll figure out how that plays in. But right now, yeah, yeah I'm going to miss it too. Well, we've been talking you, for, for weeks. I mean,
0: can you just redo it? I think you need to redo it right now. Welcome to the Branch Boys okay. podcast
2: where we, where we have watched Sex in the City. Okay. And we're done. <clears throat> Here we go. Welcome to the Branch Boys, a podcast where three guys have watched Sex in the City. I'm Corey Cavan. <laughs> That's
0: it. That's so like that's so great cuz now when we introduce ourselves I'm like hey I'm John I I do a podcast so like what's it about it's like we watched Sex and the City. That's we no like, we wa- No
2: no no we watched it. We watched. Yeah, we it. Wa- we, we watched we watched all of it. <laughs> we watched it.
0: We have we
1: watched, watched. The whole show. We've watched um, Sex and the City. We have watched. And listen it it was it was it was a good experience it was more <laughs> emotional at the end of the series because we knew that they they made it feel that way, you know, but now we've yeah. done the whole project, yeah, we've done the damn thing Five we've cow talked cow about this we've we've talked about world. this a bunch, but I feel like there's no reason to to bury the lead. The new series is coming out, which is amazing, and it's gonna come out in about a year, and mm-hmm. before that, we're gonna re-watch all of them, and we're gonna uh to do that, some episodes are gonna be. Uh, out here and then half the episodes that we do are going to be on our Patreon. So for $5 Mm -hmm. a month, you're going to be getting extra Bradshaw boys and we're going to do the rewatch and you can Mm -hmm. contribute to the episodes and we're ironing out by the time this comes out, it'll be clear, but we're going to do some like, we can do some zoom chat rooms with everybody Mm -hmm. for Patreon. We're Mm going to do some live streams. Uh, We may be able to do like some things that we can all hang out together, but it's basically consider our podcast now, the worldwide official sanctioned sex in the city watch to catch up before the new series. That is us. And you can do it with us for on Patreon, go to Patreon and sign up. And that is where the feed will be over the next year. We watched it for the first time ever, mostly, and now we're watching it with you, Mm -hmm. the fans. And guess what we are now? That's that's fans. all we are now. We're just, we're fans. just fans. This is a Sex and the
0: City show. fan podcast now.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Done. Yeah.
2: Um, that's what this is. It's, it's Welcome to the Bratchell Boys, a podcast where three guys watched Sex and the City yeah. and n- are now fans. And, and are, are now, now fans. fans. And are um, now fans. We're only fans.
0: So this is, of course, we just finished the. Did you say we are only fans? I said we're only fans.
2: That's our Kevin, only fans. Kevin, get your yeah. dick out.
0: Let's go. <laughs>
1: What, I can't, I can't, mom, we just started it. We watched sex and the city and now people pay us $12 a month. What am I supposed to do? They asked for pictures of my balls. <laughs> we have to give them content. That's all uh, it is. Really it's, does Listen. any, do any of our listeners
2: have OnlyFans? I would actually love to know that because <laughs> I, there is, there is one of our Twitter followers uh, does, I believe who's engaged Wait, with like, us on like Twitter. Wait, where they do OnlyFans or they, they think so. subscribe to
0: OnlyFans? Because I'm sure
2: there's probably both, right? Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners. Yeah. I'm sure there are listeners of ours that subscribe to OnlyFans. I think one of our Twitter followers who uh, is, is engaged with our Twitter, I think has, has an OnlyFans. I do think you think so. Samantha would have an OnlyFans? <sighs> I think that she would, I think a storyline is that she would like go to a party and be like, what's OnlyFans? I need mm-hmm. a fan because I'm going through menopause and sweating so much. No, Samantha, OnlyFans is a website where, and then like, mm-hmm. and then the end of it is that she would like start a classy OnlyFans or something like that. Yeah. With like a hot young dude. I don't know yeah, if I she mean, would she- have one, but she would mm-hmm. like get into it somehow. Yeah. I think that would be like a good, I think she,
0: I think she'd be totally, I think she would do it.
2: Yeah, anyway, that's I mean, not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about
0: the second movie. We did. We just we finished did, it.
2: We did literally, what, like five minutes ago? We just finished the second
0: yeah. movie? We watched the first hour and 15 minutes, uh, which you all listened to last week. And this is uh, the second half of the movie project that we just finished. And uh, we're excited to talk about it and dig in and discuss all things Can I- like a movie.
1: Yeah, Can I just say got- this because I think there's interesting conversations to be had, mm-hmm. and this is based on this is based on years of hearing about the second movie, mm-hmm. and it's like besides the ten minute Marx Brothers romp of <laughs> like we're going to use burkas and I'm going to show my leg and this and the the women take their like besides the whole bizarre the bizarre bizarre that's what we'll call it. As they were the It's the like a Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg movie for like a good
2: ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just that with, that with a that sitar. Whole... Can, we ta- <laughs> Can we take that whole scene and make it black and white and put a little like old movie filter on it and speed it up like oh 0. yeah five percent so it just feels like an old Marx Brothers movie.
1: I mean, one the listen one thing in Hollywood in general that is just hilarious. And I think Aziz Ansari has a joke about it, but it's basically like there's just this world that's a culture that is like another country. And anytime they show like any sort of like Middle Eastern country, whether it's a comedy like this or like a war movie or set over there, it just like shows to the desert. And then it's just like, and it's like, why? Like we get it, but it's like, even the tone of it is never just like we're in this country. It's just like, danger and exotic things around the corner it's like fucking chill (laughs) that's so good i think like it is funny because it's like i i i don't know there's lots of good movies that deal with that this is just i would just say all i hear is how offensive or what not well done it is and i do think if you just take out the bizarre romp Really, like it's not as bad as I thought it would be. No.
0: Yeah. No, there's yeah, like, I I agree. Yeah, there was like some there were d- some definite cringy parts in that 10-15 minute window. But other than that, like, I don't
1: know. I had a good time. I enjoyed myself. I'd watch yeah. it again. Now, having said that. That is a scene in the movie. And when you walk out, there is, it's just like, like, remember when they threw on Burkas and then she showed her leg? And just like, it was like, you know, that's that's honestly why you don't. That's why in the pitch meeting, when someone's just like, let's like, let's talk about like two of the most different cultures of the world and like just like throw our little flavor on it without I like it's just like dipping into. I don't know. It's just like going, going down South to go on a date and meet a girl's parents. And you're like, let's just like, let's talk about abortion. Like that's the (laughs) first thing you talk or just something that it's like, you know, there's, there's tons of conversations to be had. I don't know. I don't know if like, if, if it's going to
2: be a great first date where you meet the parents or, you know what I mean? Like My, my mom, my mom had, she went to some doctor's appointment and the doctor or maybe they were traveling and they had to like see a doctor, but the doctor found out my parents were from the South and because mm-hmm. I'm from the South and uh, they had to like take blood and he was like, well, we might find out that like your relatives are related from your blood sample. Like he made some joke about inbreeding to my mom and they were like, seeing a travel doctor. And she was just like, what <laughs> it was like such a weird <laughs> thing for a medical professional to be like, well, Let's I guess see. deliverance runs in your family. I was like, I get the that, joke. I get it. It's a very yeah. easy obvious joke, but like, okay, doctor from the north. It was like so yeah. stupid. No, I mean, but it's that kind of thing where you're like, I I get it. There's more subtle jokes to be made, and you're right. Every single movie is exactly like that. Every movie that's out there is like that.
1: I, we said this before we started too, but it's like it's almost not. I wasn't offended. It was just like. There, those things could have been done well. Uh oh, what happened? Am I gone? What
2: happened? Uh, Corey's
1: gone. Okay, I'm back.
0: We lost you, Kevin. Lost you.
2: You, you, you dropped out. Yeah, everything dipped out. All right, (laughs) let me, let me. Uh, we're we're back now. So we'll say fourteen minutes. I got thirteen thirty. He should start
0: listening. Okay, thirteen
1: thirty,
2: and the other one was uh thirty five minutes, right? for Mm -hmm. the last episode okay cool go ahead kevin uh
1: i think like anything whenever something makes you cringe or whenever something it's not that it was it's like that it was done it was executed poorly and this i think it would be like i don't know how you execute that well but um but i don't know i think we could there's been plenty of the cultural conversation i think if we stick to like, what was going on with the characters? There's a much more interesting discussion because this is just like, you know, it's like, it's like, what, what, what else could be said? I, when I saw Sarah Jessica Parker or Carrie Bradshaw, just show,
2: show her leg in the burke, I was just like,
1: okay. I don't want a podcast about that.
2: No. <laughs> like I, We're not going to get further into it, but I'm like, it, it, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but like, it's, it's a hard movie to really go deep into those issues. And like, I feel like maybe the show Homeland might touch on some of that stuff better. Maybe I never watched all of Homeland, but I think they dip into that world a little more. But like, here's, hey! here's <laughs> Homeland definitely did that. Homeland definitely did totally. That. Also, here's a weird thing. I don't want to get us too far off track, but like they inquisitively in this show, they're like, oh, is that the call to prayer? So they like bring yeah. up like, oh, there's the call to prayer. But then she's hiking up her, her skirt to call a taxi. And then like, here's the thing. They get in the taxi. He's just gonna take him to the airport. Then, I mean, like that doesn't necessarily work. That it's just like I stopped because I'm not, you know, in our culture, like seeing a woman's leg, you know. But it's like, yeah, righto, to the airport. Right. Like, yeah, there's a logic problem there. So yeah, so but we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get deep into it. A lot has been said about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other things. Let's this do this. That we can talk. About. Yeah. Let's say this. Let's dip
1: in. I mean. Yeah, we had we had some infidelity. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we did. Yeah. Which I think were um, interesting conversation.
0: I think that was that to me felt almost as time. I take that back. I'm going to go ahead and back backtrack a little bit. Mm -hmm. It was just it was so out of character (laughs) for Aiden. I don't know. Like, like, I, I just don't I don't see him acting like that. Her, with her, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe you get together. You taught you show someone like how your how your pictures of your kids, how lucky mm-hmm. you are, how much you love your wife, and then immediately just go, oh fuck, you are gorgeous. Yeah, like, that was that a just little, like yeah. se- that seems so out of character for that mm-hmm. dude. Um, hey Aiden,
1: yeah. uh, you know how your mom is your your wife is worried about the one that got away. Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> fucking correct.
2: Yeah, maybe why don't take did her you kiss dinner? her?
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's uh let's do a quick rundown of how the movie ended before we take a deep dive. Um. See if I can remember it. Um. The last uh, we stopped watching right when Carrie um, and uh, the her her butler were were having some uh, milk, and the butler told him how he spends time away from his wife. Uh, the next scene they went camel riding. Um, yep. Samantha or Miranda arranged for camel riding and an epic day, and they had outfits, which that scene was awesome. That was like that was pretty epic seeing them all on camels in, in the desert. I I did, I enjoyed that. Um, and they had some bomb ass outfits, and then they met a little guy named Dixpert, who was that is an attractive man, that Dixpert. Uh, very rugged, attractive, Indiana Jones, like, um, he, uh, they meet him on a four wheeler. They go do some karaoke. Uh, they sing, I am Kevin, uh, hear me roar. And, uh, I'm trying to think, and how's it, like, how does this, how does this hey. movie wrap up? Also, um, I, know,
2: I, I know I'm a stickler for this, but like, just so people know, if for some reason you missed the last episode, we, we just finished watching this now where this yeah. is all in real time from the last episode. Yeah. But yeah. we still can't remember what just happened what we just watched. Uh, they 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 go through and see those and then um then and- the, then the next night Miranda or
0: Carrie decides Carrie runs and Aiden decides to go get dinner with uh, oh she gets the bad review in her book.
2: She gets the bad review in her book. That's what happens. She kind of yeah.
0: throws a little uh, mm-hmm. little poopy party. She decides yeah. to go they all split up. She decides to go have dinner with Aiden. Yep. Um, Miranda and Charlotte go talk about the difficulties of being mothers, yep. and then Samantha goes and has a romantic rendezvous with Dick Spurt, mm-hmm. Ricard Spurt. Um, Carrie, of course, kisses Aiden uh, and then freaks out and ruins everyone's vacation by making it all about her. Um, Miranda and Charlotte have like a really good open conversation about the difficulties of being a woman, and, and Charlotte kind of opens up that She needs some space and time away from her kids to feel like herself again. Um, And Samantha hooks up with Dixpert. They make out on the beach. She gets arrested, which causes the uh, panic to leave Abu Dhabi. She has to pay for the hotel. Enter 15 minutes of, uh, what'd you call it? Market madness. Bizarre,
2: bizarre. Bizarre, bizarre.
0: Uh, They go back. They go back home
2: how bizarre dude omc man omc yeah um
0: and carrie and big makeup they say you know i'm so lucky to have you and not be running around like a single lady anymore but read uh sit on the couch big old um collection of lewis carroll poems on the book i'm not sure if you guys noticed that wait where where was the big old collection of lewis it's, carroll like, it's like the only visible book in their apartment it's like right on the coffee table as they are um as they're sitting on the couch watching tvs and probably what looks like the most uncomfortable position of all time because uh, yeah
2: across from him and the ottomans between them yeah yeah it was very it was, it was yeah
0: uh and then it just ends it ends with all of them together what'd you say and, and on the couch that it took a year and a half for them to get which yeah is like a- exactly and then they uh and all, everyone ends happily ever after. Charlotte, Charlotte uh, spends some time away from the family at Carrie's apartment. Miranda finds a new job at, at a law firm that she likes and she's happy and fulfilled in. And Samantha, oh, and has sex with Ricard Spurt in uh, East Hampton on the 4th of July. And
1: uh, everyone lives happily ever after. There you go. The um, Real quick so people know the context, like and I forgot about this for last time, but um, it happened one night is, is kind of known as like maybe the first romantic comedy in like film mm. history. Um, Cause before that there was a lot of like, like uh, like crazy wacky comedies with love, but this is like a real, very similar to sex in the city. like Very much like two people meet. It's like whimsical and it's like
2: kind of the modern
1: rom-com. What was the movie? Did they say the movie they watch at the end?
2: Uh, I don't know. I'll look it up real quick. I should have known that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's talk.
1: Let's <clears throat> dig into Carrie Aiden before we, we started that, but it's like you said, John, that like it it seemed out of Aiden's character. Don't you think it's a little odd? Like that's a thing that's not resolved. That's like, We got the Carrie big thing resolved, which is good, which is like, don't kiss other people. We get it. Like they had their issues, which I think we can talk about emotional. I don't know. Just the decisions that lead to cheating. But it's kind of a dark way to be like, I have two kids and I'm married and he, he sought her out. He talked about how sexy, like he definitely buttered her and puffed her up and got He like got the got the wheels turning. I think.
0: I don't know, man. There's like the whole scene of her getting ready, like um, Rambo First Blood, where she's like putting on her war paint. Though, like she knew (laughs) she was, she knew what she was doing. She was like, she tried to present herself as sexy as possible. She tried to bring the sparkle.
1: She did it. Is that you? Then see her whole thing. It's mysterious. Is like we don't get any backstory to his marriage. Like, Mm. is he not like satisfied? Like, why did he do that? Because. We know why she did that. And with him, I'm like, oh, my gosh.
2: My, my only my response to that would be that he seems like he's in a great marriage and has kids. But he does say that his current wife, Kathy, and, and this is not shown in the movie. This is not actually shown in the movie. They don't talk about this, but it's been widely documented by Sarah Jessica Parker that he is married to the comic strip character, Kathy. <laughs> <Yeah. His laughs> yeah. wife. Who like they yeah. have great they have a great like mental like they got a lot of chemistry in terms of like you know Dude, it was she, from that peyote trip
0: that they took in arizona together
2: she turned into a, a comic strip character how but,
0: how much of like a poor man's hansel is aiden in this movie poor man's hansel no hansel from zoolander like, <laughs> he's it was like
1: such a, an he's aiden like in a entrance, he's like so hot right Gabby now Gabby. yeah He's so hard when, right he now. Gives, totally. when he gives her the double hug. That's when I was like, I was like, yeah, oh. yeah,
2: it made you me, know, it did make, it did make me think about like what happens if you see an ex like, like years later, you know, and you're like, what's the appropriate thing? Cause it would be weird if you were in Abu Dhabi to I, see I, someone that meant a lot to you. I to think just,
0: there, is, there is a complete, there is a very easy playbook to handling that situation. What is it? I'm in Abu Dhabi on business. I see one of my exes. I call Katie and I'm like, hey, one of my exes is here. It's crazy that we ran into each other. We're going to go. We're going to catch up. Is that okay? Yes, 100%. And then, and then she's like, I, I don't know. I've had my eye on Carrie Bradshaw this whole time. I really don't think that's a wise idea. And you're like, yeah, that's actually not a wise idea. How about, How about because we really want to catch up. I'll be with all of my friends and they can meet us at the bar for a drink and it can be like a big group thing. Cool. Yeah. Like you yeah. you, you have to communicate those things ahead of time totally. rather totally. than putting on like your best sexiest outfit and right, going right, to right. meet someone there.
2: I had, I was thinking more, I was thinking more just the in the moment seeing them in the market. What's that move? Okay. But I think, but what I was going to say is, it's weird to be like, "Uh "Uh-oh, I can't speak to them." I think that you're that. Then you just have the like, "Oh, this is awkward," but oh my gosh, we're both an Abu Dhabi crazy. But I think you're right. You don't just make dinner plans with an ex without telling your your significant other. That's exactly not a good idea.
0: That to me was like where where the air like it shouldn't. The call shouldn't be. I ran into Aiden, and I went to dinner with him, and we (laughs) flirted hard. And then he kissed me. It should be like, yep. I ran an Aiden at a bazaar in Calcutta. It was really weird, or Abu Dhabi. And uh, we'd like to catch up. Is that, is that like, was that yeah. a horrible idea? Or, which I, I will Dr.
2: say, friends- well, I was going to say, I have been in the situation before where it's like someone who I used to like, an ex is in town, wanted to catch up. I am gonna have coffee with them. Like, what do you think about that? And then yeah. we talked about it. And then finally, it was like, "That's fine with me." If it, if you want to go do that, like, that's okay. Yeah. And then, like, we. And then afterward, I was like, "You know what? We got coffee, and it was great, and it was mm-hmm. cool, and thank you for being understanding." And like, it worked out. But you're right; you play the thing before because you have, you have, a commitment to the person that you're currently with. You have yeah, to defer. To exactly, that. Kevin. What were you gonna say? Sorry.
1: Well, I was gonna say I've talked to people that have been cheated on and i don't think i've ever been cheated on um i don't think so not that i know of right um but i've talked to someone through it like in real time which was crazy um and then i've talked to a few other ones and i was like one of the things one of the pieces like like of advice because i think a lot of people try to diminish it to be like no 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 like it was just a kiss And it's like, as the person who has had the infidelity happen to them. So if you're Mm -hmm. big in this case, or if you were Natasha in, in big case, you know, you have to, before you forgive the person or so that, you know, the whole context, know that they're going to say it was just this, but you need to know that it's like, no, they cheated on you for 10 hours before that. Yeah. All of the mental thing of like, because you, if you want to work through it after, it's like you want to know it wasn't like, "Oops, I kissed you." It's like you wanted yeah. to look beautiful for that person. Right. right you right. wanted to hug them a second time and have feel them touch you. You wanted this, and you wanted to. She even like, had
0: the Charlotte lifeline that she fought through. Like Charlotte was yeah. like, "You are playing with fire. What are you doing?" And Carrie, yeah. of course, like lashed out at her. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. She she cheated for way longer than a ten second kiss. I I hundred yeah, percent
2: agree
1: with that. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, that's a thing that, I don't know, you have to constantly check in. I mean, I don't, like, what do you think on that, John? Like, how do you keep the spark alive with Katie? Sparkle. Not just that, but it's like.
0: Well, I think, I mean, Katie, like, this is a different conversation, but Katie and I are very lucky because, like, we we've never had like a miss in expectations for what we want out of our relationship. We're Mm -hmm. like, we find joy in like going out and getting like kick ass sushi, but we also find joy in like sitting on the couch and watching Ted Lasso. And we find joy Mm -hmm. like in community with friends and we find joy like in nature by ourselves. And so it's like, I think that we've never, we're very lucky that we've never had, a a misalignment where i'm like i need you to do this so i can feel happy and she's never said that to me um and Mm -hmm. and in in turn Mm -hmm. like one of my favorite things is like when katie's happy so if like she really just wanted to sit and watch like a black and white movie that would make me so happy i would love i would just be like thrilled yeah for her because i get Mm -hmm. joy from her joy and and it's the same thing with me like if i'm like i had a busy day at work i just want to zone out and play world of warcraft she's like she like loves it she that's that's that makes that makes her happy so um I don't know I I think we're just we're both incredibly lucky that way
1: I mean I do think that like when I look and we're gonna get to see this in you know a year but it'll be interesting to know because if I knew Carrie and Big in real life I'd be like man they're both so selfish which has Mm. was shown in and I'm not even saying this from a insult point of view. There are some people that defer to other people in very strong ways and that's their personality. And they are very bullheaded. They've, they also are very like live in the moment type people. They're very like, I mean, big, maybe doesn't feel like it in this movie, but living in the moment for him is like, I have to, I cannot think about you and go to this dumb thing. I have to Mm -hmm. lie in bed and watch a movie and order food and like they both if they make it to the end of their lives still married i do feel like it's been proven and i've seen couples like this every few years they're gonna have this realignment of being like Mm. i need to feel beautiful and he's like what what's Mm -hmm. beautiful about this and it's like and what's not beautiful
0: about deadliest catch carrie yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: And I don't think, I don't know. There's just something about this thing in particular that is like, he drove her away by like being a, being a like, Oh, I'm a guy. And then mm-hmm. she did the typical thing that's like, I'm going to go do this and then I'm going to hurt him. I, I do think I always lean on if you cheat, like you really should just tell, because I do think like, you know, you want to be everything open with who you're doing it. And that's yeah. how I feel. I think some people disagree with that. They had that conversation, but I just think in real life, Carrie and Big are going to do this every three years for the rest of their life. And at Probably. some point they're going to get divorced. Yeah. In a real situation, that couple does not last forever in my opinion.
2: Um, I, I agree. Think, yeah, I agree. I think, I think that there are bigger things that they need to work out and that keep leading to that. And so I think if they, yeah. and I, I mean, there's a bigger conversation that I think John could speak to more just because you are the married one of us. But like, there's a, there's even bigger conversation. It's just too big and Carrie are, but like the whole sparkle thing where it's like, if the way, like, yes, I am all for do nice romantic things. Mm -hmm. I think that that is something that probably takes you back to it. It it can keep a relationship alive. Mm -hmm. I, Part of where I'm going here is is coming from like this book that I read recently. But like, I think if your pursuit of keeping a marriage alive is grand romantic gestures, you have a hard road ahead of you. Yeah, because life is not meant to just spike the high points. Like you mm-hmm. are this this uh, book that I've like talked about some on the podcast, but like the secret. Book, it's a secret. It's the secret. The secret. You yeah. have to visualize what you want, and then. It's a law of attraction. No, okay. it's like
1: honestly, God, but it's grapes of wrath.
2: It's grapes of wrath. Yeah, you have to you wanna, suck an at the old end of, of life. You want to suck on an old woman's. You have to suck <laughs> an old woman's tit at the end of the depression. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's what we, that. That's where life goes. You both get old yeah. and you suck on an old tit. That's what happens. Yeah, no, but it's like this book basically is like. He's like he uses the term stirring the oatmeal, and he's like you're looking for someone to stir the oatmeal with for the rest of your life. He's like you. The, the beauty of life is found in the mundane and mm. and you find that like with roommates even that you're like yeah. you know the freaking times I miss that like Tuesday when it was a snowstorm and we like couldn't go out to the bar we wanted to go to and we ended up like staying up till two in the morning watching like watching news anchor bloopers totally and like drinking high life together like that's the, you know it's like that stuff and there's I'm sure great, in a like, marriage you, there's you, a great you that scene
0: that Robin Williams says in um <clears throat> in uh goodwill hunting where he talks about like the things he misses about his wife oh yeah
2: perfect um
0: yeah but 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 i i 100 what's the scene though what
2: is he he talks about you know like what was the thing you were gonna say (gasps) oh i miss my wife oh my wife's not here anymore
0: Yeah, he talk he talks about like isn't it like where she she like she they were laying in bed and she farted in her
2: sleep. And she wakes herself up farting. Yeah. And, and he's then, just like, That's
0: that's those are the things I, I miss. Like those little, like, oh, little, little moments. And,
2: and then she farted. And then uh, and she said, Was that you? And I said, Oh no, I think it was the dog. Oh and then she went back to sleep. Oh, <laughs> That's really yeah. what he says in the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I mean, I
1: think um I think that's one of the that's like just a difficult let's like, I know you read that book and it's about companionship and it's about how like the Western ideals of love have been poisoned by Tristan and Isilda, which is what Romeo and Juliet's based on. And right. fucking Taylor Swift's like biggest hit song for a while was like, love literally, story. I always thought it was funny, but it's like, I'll be Romeo and you'll be Juliet or whatever. And it's, it's like, like, they both hilarious. kill each other in the end. What the fuck is wrong with you? But- <laughs> And, but I think it is a testament to what you're saying that it's like, (laughs) what is the most, (laughs) my favorite
2: thing, my favorite thing is, is, is like, I get what you're saying. And that's just like, but it's like, we're both laughing and you're like, and I'm making a point and I'm driving this train forward no matter what. And I'm like, Corey, you can't, can't, dude,
0: you cannot, it's like putting out a forest fire. We're in the middle of an H O T T A K E and you can't. You can't spray that sucker down. You like even if
2: we're in a helicopter. It's like Michael go, Jackson jumping. says in the man in the mirror. I'm staring at the Romeo and Juliet. And so my point <laughs> is, what I'm saying is that.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, oh, anyway, to, continue. Two <laughs> two. We between stations. You better hang on. <laughs> so you so keep going. Taylor I, Swift I, says. That. Taylor Swift is saying,
0: "Yeah, Romeo <laughs> and so Juliet." I'm saying like I, the reason why I say old. that is
1: because yeah. it is so potent within our culture, and then from doing this podcast and us talking about this and then looking on social media having people mention us, what is like maybe the foremost conversation that people talk about all the time is like, should Carrie Bradshaw be Mm. with which one of these two semi-toxic relationships? That is like one of the biggest cultural conversations around love of the past 20 years. And it Mm. is, it is like, should she be with this person that annoys her? And like is clingy or should she be with the rich guy who she fights with all the time. And now we're getting to the point where they were in a cheating relationship for a while, or they're fucking using each other for emotional connection and sex, or Mm. now they're in a relationship and they're bored. So she cheats on them again. Mm. Maybe we, I won't call it a full cheat. It's just funny that it's like, that it's like a people are addicted to the toxicity of looking at like, Oh, Mr. Big. And it's like, yeah. Where's the fucking oatmeal person? That's right. I'll what tell you, you where he is. It's, it's Harry's, put, yes.
0: put his, his tea bags and his bare balls on furniture. That's it's the stirring oatmeal the cream
2: Cheese. It's stirring, stirring the, the, cream cream cheese. With the cream cheese. the Cheese poppy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Hanging out with Irish jiggly tits, just yep. like doing his thing. He's like, Hey, we got to find you a
2: girlfriend. <laughs> hey, I know. So I know some girls, I know some girls at the synagogue. They'd love those big Irish milkers. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's some sheep that's some good old-fashioned sheep milk right there hey hey okay. we can
2: make some carry gold with what's Dude, in to, those to speak, okay.
0: to speak of what you were talking about earlier kevin whenever they show like a desert scene that's like ha they did the same <laughs> thing with her whenever she was in the screen they like played like this irish fiddle it's like it was, oh top oh, of the man. morning to you double d's could yeah. you imagine if they did that with every character if like harry was just like
1: <laughs> i mean they, they do do that sometimes i actually like when they do that it's i mean pretty funny i will the scene this is like what i would have liked to see is i would have liked <laughs> to see care i would have loved to see charlotte tell harry rather than than be like she likes women I would have loved for her to talk to him because this is same going back to the deeper issue. Yeah. um, Is even if she was a lesbian, that doesn't take away from the underlying thing that Kristen Davis or that Charlotte's dealing with, which is like this beautiful woman. And it's like Harry, how Harry looks at the nerd, the nanny versus how she, she feels as a mom. Now Mm -hmm. I would have loved to see that between her and the poppy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in a worse spot now because Harry loves it when women get together. That's, mm-hmm. that's right. Good.
1: So that's Harry's the got thing. Now beautiful beautiful like, lesbians
2: hooking up in his house. It's his fantasy. What dude, are you gonna do when the pop? Awesome. What are you gonna do when the poppy's dreams come true? That's Sex and the <laughs> City three.
0: What happened? Bum bum. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do
2: when Poppy's dreams come true? <laughs> uh, yeah. So. <laughs> So Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, a I, I think, Oh, I, when we were talking about him being married to Kathy, the comic strip character, I think the, the problem is just like when, if you're ever, I think if you're ever at a, at a dinner with your ex, even if it's been sanctioned and they lean in and they talk about their significant other being worried about the one that got away, that should set off some alarm bells in your head.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: If anyone is like, if they jokingly are like, oh, the weather got away, but like, it, they should never call you that. But do you think that face. was like,
0: do you think that was because like Carrie Bradshaw is now like a celebrity and like she's like in maybe. the cultural zeitgeist? Like, yeah, her, maybe it's not like she's just like some random person. Like, her, that's true. Kathy probably like sees her column and sees her book whenever she walks by the Strand Bookshop. And it's like, yeah, oh, true. Carrie is like,
1: you know, there's something, there's something to, <laughs> how much it's such a bummer cuz it's like how much fun would it be if big like just think about if big died of a heart attack right before she went to Abu Dhabi and then Aiden was like oh actually my wife left me how much fun would it be to be in Abu Dhabi and then have that dinner and just have a one-off super fun time in Abu Dhabi where they bang the shit out of each other and then they mm-hmm. go back to their separate lives yeah. that that's that's not what should have happened but it's like that's the dream that you're looking for you want to have that connect. That's what I feel like Sam Jones is able to have those in her life. She's able to like reconnect with people later and be like, Hey, let's take a walk down memory lane without destroying our relationship.
2: Yeah. Like she can, person. I mean, she can live the hookup life, you know, yeah. like she can do it, but he's got, he's got Tate Homer and Wyatt to go home to Tate Homer
0: and Wyatt.
2: He's got them, man. Oh my gosh. Do you oh. think he's <laughs> going to
1: tell his wife?
2: No, he's not going to tell Kathy. She would just go, ack. It would <laughs> throw her for a loop she's a I'm gonna strip. have my ice cream oh Monday mondays my husband cheated on me <laughs> the exact oh. thing that i suspected and
1: kept in the back of my mind happened my trust is ah. destroyed forever now on, I got I need to go some rocky road.
2: Womp, womp. I'm gonna eat rocky road and skip my Zumba class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, uh, dude how nah, how freaking
1: hot! This is from the first part of the movie, but how hot did Miranda look in that dress at the wedding?
2: Oh, the like
1: plunging Jeez. neckline, like, black that, and
2: white dress. Dude, Miranda yeah. like is like smoking the whole movie. And then what's yeah. funny is when they have to get she has to go into lawyer mode when she has to get woken up at two thirty in the morning they like put her in some like kind of like cool jeans and a blazer. And she kind of looks like, she kind of looks like casual lawyer and just hey. like in the morning. Yeah. Do you all know right. how we're- funny
1: it is that we, we, this is so early in the podcast that we didn't take advantage of it at all, but we like met and talked to Rosie O'Donnell for like five minutes and we were like, oh. and then we're like, after the fact, we're like, we'll figure out a way to email her and ask to be on the
2: podcast, which she was so cool. I bet she would have been like, yeah, I'll do your podcast. Yeah, oh. yeah dude. We met Rosie O'Donnell at the Cynthia Nixon campaign thing. And like it was funny because like we got that picture with Cynthia Nixon and like she was in campaign mode. But you're right, I feel like Rosie O'Donnell. We talked to her for a while. Yeah, I know. I feel like Corey she hooked was just, up with her. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> did. I lived the Samantha life
1: with her. I did. She's like Corey. Show me your cush balls. <laughs> <laughs> I did, man. Hey, she
2: was, the freaking, she was the freaking queen of nice that night. She really was. Now listen. Listen, oh, everybody, really, you may think yeah, we're joking, so but I
1: want you to know this is 100% did show true. show Rosie O'Donnell
2: his balls. That, that is Mary not 100
1: showed Rosie O'Donnell his balls. You ever, if there's if one you, thing from this podcast that is true amongst everything, is that... Like, <laughs> 100%. 1,000% true. Put it on my tombstone. <laughs> and she's, you know what she said? She said, Kari, those balls, they're in a league of their own. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh.
0: Okay. We're gonna try to steer, no crying try to steer in this back on back on track. Um I, I was a, like a little I I do agree what what you were saying about Charlotte and like I wish there was a scene in which she spoke to Harry about uh how she was feeling rather than just like her and Miranda getting like a little drunk. Although I do think the Miranda scene, the Miranda and Charlotte scene where they were drinking Cosmos was the best scene in the movie. I just want to say that hundred hmm. percent.
2: Most I, honest, I most
0: real best scene. Yeah. Loved
1: it all through and through. <laughs> Loved seeing was, Charlotte like break down. Pl- yeah. Sorry, go ahead. It was a place for them to connect as characters that you don't normally exactly. see that you're like, Oh wow. That is crazy. I forget that they're the only two moms in the show.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's actually really true, and I think that was good to have Miranda kind of be like, "You can say it. Like, bring it out. Take Mm -hmm. a sip. This is a place to like air the grievances."
0: Yeah, yeah, and so like, so that uh, those two storylines, like they they help. I mean, I think Miranda's was unfortunately just uh, a ploy to get her onto an an airplane for
2: for a week.
0: Um, but yeah, I I do wish they would have finished a little bit stronger um looking at now
2: the samantha storyline ends up just being i feel we said this in the last podcast but like we were like uh hers is kind of bland and like it really does sort of feel like samantha's going through menopause
0: yeah but i think they, they leveled it up a little bit in the second half of the movie where she like became like i mean she still just became like the the object, the uncontrollable sexual sexual object that got them kicked out of Abu Dhabi. But like right. because of that, they like got kicked out of their hotel and then I like caused them to the panic, rush on the on the plane. So like mm-hmm. I do think her storyline became more of like than just her trying to get her hormone pills to mm-hmm. like the the reason that they had to 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 leave Abu Dhabi, even though that was, you know,
1: silly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I,
2: I Yeah. I don't know.
1: There's a thing, Cory Corey, Corey and I've talked about it before from like um, when we've like tried to write stuff and I feel like you told me this. I don't know. Corey's talked well, we talked about it a bunch with Amy Harris too, but it's like the, the things that happen, like once you get too much into plot like this, it Mm. lost the, it lost the sauce when it was like, things are happening. It's like this happens and this happens and this happens and it's not connected to like to character and to why and like I don't know it's kind of interesting like it's interesting like not write it's not like I've written like fifteen movies or like a hundred scripts like these people have mm-hmm. it's interesting how difficult it is to make a movie and write a good script and have characters be real because once it happens the lay person who doesn't know any of the tricks of the trade you just feel it in your heart you're just like yeah. why is this happening and like yeah. this isn't the same as I feel when this happens and then you have to go to a class or have someone explain to you, be like, what you're as a human drawn to in this story is that Charlotte feels this and wants this and Harry Mm -hmm. does this. And so this, you could just see how it was like this, like the last 20 minutes was just like, bump, 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 bump. And none of it mattered.
2: Yeah. And it's interesting how late it's. Yeah, you're right. None of it really mattered. And there, there were scenes like when they were, like I think when Samantha went to go on the beach, which like did lead to them getting kicked out eventually, but there were certain scenes of them hanging out. Maybe it was actually the scene when the, the, the uh, soccer team shows up and Samantha's Mm -hmm. like, I don't feel anything down under. Um, There was a lot of scenes where they were hanging out where I was like, what are we doing? We're just hanging out at a resort. And I'm, I'm wondering what it's leading to. And it did end up leading to stuff, but like, I feel like there was a couple different directions. There's the Aiden Carey direction. I mean, I guess kind of like a normal episode, but like, yeah, we're right. Like you're right, Kevin. You said like we get 15 minutes in, we're like, oh, this seems to be one of the driving points here. Whereas like the difference in the first movie is, you know, we split that, we split the movie up into three different podcasts. And I feel like within the first podcast, we're like, whoa, Steve's cheated yeah, carry big. There's some storm. There's some stormy clouds showing up, and like you get halfway through the movie, and you're like, we've had a lot of conflict, and now we're in Mexico, and we gotta like, you know, deal with a bunch of stuff. I feel like. Do you know what's?
0: In, I feel like there were literally scenes in this movie that were put into this movie solely so they could have a pun at the end of them.
2: So they could have what? A, like a pun, a pun at the end of them, dude. There were so many puns, so many like, puns. Like, we need to talk about Lawrence like, of My Labia.
0: Like, that whole scene of her falling off the camel was, I mean, it's also because Charlotte uh, does great physical comedy, I think, and she's yeah. kind of like the one who always shits her pants or does stuff like that, but, like, right. that entire, like, three minutes was for the camel toe punchline. Yeah. And then, uh, San Wedgie, um, and then, like, the Lawrence of Malabia. like, I, I know people have talked about that, uh, before, but that one.
2: Yeah. Lawrence of, Lawrence of my labia was like one definitely that was, I mean, <clears throat> we've, we've heard that. I mean, I've seen people talk about that when they're like, oh, the freaking second movie. But I felt like they really leaned hard into the puns in other places, like in you know, the camel toe thing. But there were times where they would say it and then they would all laugh where it's like mm-hmm. they've done that in the series, but it seemed like they were just like, we are going to level up the puns as much as we can. You know? How did like, they
1: not, they, what are the puns that they missed? They could have done something with hummus, like cum, cummus. Mm. <laughs> what else? <laughs> <laughs> just had a hard look from Katie in the background. Katie, Katie didn't, didn't like it. that?
0: She didn't know. She, I have headphones on. She didn't hear it. I can't wait to tell her what it is that she missed. How did she did you How did she know? I have no idea how she heard that.
1: I literally it's said. so funny. I said, Kumbis, and then
2: it was like this. It was the complete record. I mean, Kevin was, was really talking about the puns
0: did. that they missed. And one of them was that they didn't uh, use the pun, and right when he said that, you gave him
1: a stink eye. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that is, it's really funny. The, yeah. People just come, you uh, whatever. I, I think, I think that the Carrie big Aiden thing was compelling because I wanted to know what she would do if she would tell him and stuff. Charlotte Miranda, really cool. The Samantha stuff, like, listen, let's go ahead and talk about it. Unless you reinvent that character, it's, it's like, she was the shining star of the series, but like, it's really hard to even know what to do with the character. I wonder if Samantha, yeah, if Kim Cattrall totally. is correct to just be like, that story's been told. Like, what are you going to do? You either have, like, people are wells of new material, but I wonder, like, it's almost like they they did not. It's a tough road to
0: plow. Like I, like, I don't know what yeah. the answer is. Do you have it just be the three women, which would <clears throat> be great? Do you try to like bring in some diversity, which might feel forced? It's just like, yeah, I don't know. Tough. I don't know what exactly. Maybe you like shift like Stanford to be like more of a main character. Hmm. I, I have no idea what the answer is.
1: That's a tough one. Yeah. yeah I, don't know. I mean, here's one thing that I'm 100% sure on. Is that. Um, bring in the Bradshaw think- boys and it can be a party of
2: six. Table of six, please. Table of six for a chat and chew. Mm -hmm. Um, That's how they're going to get dating back on the show. They're all married. John can talk to the girls about marriage. Kevin and I go on dates. I'll I'll
0: sausage stare at a bunch of Aussies in a swimming pool if it gets me on the Sex in the City show. I don't (laughs) care.
1: All right. (laughs) Yeah. I just want them to stay. I want them to say, here is what New York City is. What did we, how has the city changed and what did we not miss, but what? on the turkey leg at Walt Disney World of New York City where mm-hmm. did we leave meat on the bone and mm-hmm. where did we where did we say like oh yeah we missed so many parts of what it is to be in New York City that we can still explore i don't want them going anywhere i don't want them going they can maybe go upstate or go to the hamptons for part of an episode right. but i want them in new york city doing things that they miss. Cause part of this, I was like, it's fine. They're in Abu Dhabi, but like the city, not only is the fifth character, but also you have not fully explored the, what it is to live in, in New York. Like that is never ending and there's lots of stuff that you could do. And that could have been like Carrie going out with all of bigs. I don't know, like something at his firm and she see, like you see more of his world. Mm. And she there's just so many things they could do in New York City. And I think that they're going to have to lean harder on that if Samantha's not there. I agree. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And I I do think
1: like just being older, being like 55, like trying to fuck in New York, like is not going to be that interesting. So I I don't don't know know that, dude.
0: You don't know. First of all, Kevin, you don't know that. (laughs) I mean, that's true. Why don't you slide? Why don't you slide That's, you slide no, that's
1: that, right. You're true. You're you're right.
0: Why don't you slide that Tinder age thing over to fifty five and 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 let us know next week. Yeah, I'll do it right now. I'm gonna do yeah, it right I now. Will. I'm doing it, Open it up. on the
1: pod. Open there have up, been times yeah. that I've been in when I've been in Tribeca or on the Upper East Side. I've I've popped out my like Tinder, my Bumble, and just moved it to like forty one to fifty, and then just been like, let's see, let's see if, if. Let's see if magic, magic strikes, you know, I've never got any hits, you know, but let's see if magic, I'd be totally down. (laughs) Um,
0: Uh. well, I I think, I think that's it. I think that's, uh, we need to Cosmo rate the movie. Um, and then, um, I think we should Cosmo rate sex in the city as a whole, as a concept,
2: man, that's tough. I think we just uh, need to do it. Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. So for okay, you want to do it in two separate ones? You want to yeah. cos- Cosmo rate Cosmo
0: rate the movie and then Cosmo rate Sex and City. Uh, just Sex and the City.
2: Okay, we're gonna Cosmo rate the movie mm-hmm. first. Uh. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys know. You guys know what your Cosmo rate for Cosmo rating for the movie is. Yeah, I got mine. All right, I got mine. Three,
0: two, one, three point two point five five.
2: Wow! All right, let's go low to
0: high. Kevin, you did two point (sighs) two five.
1: Yeah, like I guess maybe I was being extra harsh. I think there was enough to glean from it that it was not as bad as I thought, but also I can totally see how um it didn't honor the characters in the best way. It was kind of like. A little fruitful. It wasn't as bad. I do wonder if hearing everything, like what it would be like to go excited for it and then walk out of it. That is the experience that a lot of people are talking about. And so I'm thinking about it from that perspective. It was fun to hop back in. It was fun to spend this day with you. It was fun to pod together, but you know, all in all, sorry, Charlie, 2.25. Yeah. I give it a 2.5.
0: It was, it was definitely, I want to be clear. It was definitely the worst Sex and the City thing that's ever been made, mm. but that's still not that bad because Sex and the City as a whole is so good. The characters mm. are super fun. The laughs are still there. The fashion's still there. Uh, the relationships are still there. We had a chat and chew 40,000 feet in the air, however fly, however high airplanes fly, like, we had some awesome stuff in this movie that camel scene was great. The scene with Miranda and Charlotte was great. Yeah. There was like 15 minutes of hijinks that were, that were horrible and offensive, but like, I don't know. I didn't hate this movie. I'd watch it again. Um, it, 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 it was below par for what sex and the city can normally produce. Um, and it's a bummer that that's the last thing that's been put out there, but like not nearly as bad as I thought it would be
2: 2.5. Hmm. 3.0 definitely went the highest. Um, maybe, you know, listen, there are times where I'm like, I try to put the rating into the other things. I feel like these ratings exist for like the watch that you just had. So it's like, if I, if I, I'm sure I gave other things that are better a 3.0. Um, I think this had a little bit of the parasite effect on me that we talked about in our last episode where like Kevin, you know, telling people to watch parasite. Like I had so many people tell me this is an abysmal movie that I went into it with a certain level of expectations and then came out and I was like, yeah, it was, it was kind of boring, uh, compare. And I think what John just said, like, it is, is probably the lowest, um, Text in the city giant project. It's, it's, it's the worst of all those. Um, there were some fun moments, huge, giant budget, insanely glossy. um, I I feel like the, the like offensive cultural stereotype stuff was like, it was like, so yuck, yuck that it was just kind of like, it just, it was like a mess, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I was less offended and more just like, okay, come on. You could have done better, but like, there's other, there's other things that it just, it felt like it was too much going on, but also, and I, I wish there was, I think the first movie was great. I wish it was as good as that, but, um, you know, it, we got a little more Sex in the City in our world, so like that's okay. I wish it could have been better, though.
0: Absolutely. Um, all right, now now Sex in the City as a whole as a concept. Oof, th- this is tough. Oh, see, this is easy for me. All right, let's go. Three, two, one. Five. 5. Two point two five
1: cosmos. <laughs> wow! Holy. <laughs> Now bad. that we're done, fuck this show, fuck you <laughs> too. I'm done. I'm proud of this podcast. I'm
0: gonna it's
2: gonna over. Watch
0: real TV. My name's Kevin Doyle. I'm
2: gonna
0: I'm watch some real shit.
1: I'm gonna watch some real i am <laughs> <watch> <laughs> fucking like i am fucking like I like NYPD New York City's NYPD blue. I'm Dude, doing a it podcast. I not have
0: man. a Soprano, it's a no go. <laughs> Uh, no, it's sex is fantastic. It's, it's, it, it's, 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 it's everything. Yeah. It's a five. Um, it's a five. I love it. Yeah. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for this journey. As Kevin said, we're doing our rewatch. Uh, every other uh, half the episodes will be on the live stream. You can find the others on the Patreon. We really want to grow a super solid community of yep. people who love sex and the city and people who want to freshen up and get as excited mm-hmm. as possible for this new content that's coming out. We're going to do watch parties. We're going to do chat groups. We're going to yeah. do all the fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and hopefully we can culminate it all with um, Carrie con and uh, all the fun that, that we'll have there. So uh, join us in that adventure. We love you all very much. And thank you so much for being a part of this. Howdy
1: homers. We'll see. Hey, and guess what? We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week with uh, the pilot. That's right. Oof. That's insane. Dang. Later Taters uh
2: in a while, Wyatt. Howdy Homers. In a while, Wyatt. Howdy Homer. <laughs> Later Tater. Touch me. Howdy, tate. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay. Uh... Bye, Kathy. <laughs> The Bradshaw
0: Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at thebradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.
2: Let's start. We're starting now.